words on water. Welcome everyone to Words on Water. And our focus today is funding wastewater upgrades with the Inflation Reduction Act. So we're talking biosolids, biogas, and cogeneration. And our guest today is Thomas Monter. He is Senior Project Engineer and Engineering Advisor for Renewable Energy, Biofuels, Water, and Wastewater Solutions for NG Services US. Thomas, thanks for being us, with us today on Words on Water. Thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, before we jump in, could you tell us a little about yourself, your career in wastewater and how you ended up at an energy company? I'm sure. Uh, I started out um, in engineering as uh, an intern um, for a couple of years doing um, pulp and paper processing software and learning process engineering um, as an engineering intern while I was going to college. I then spent about uh, eight years with a small engineering firm in the uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho area, um, doing engineering for um, pulp and paper, utility industry. Um, so I got exposure to some of the water side, but a lot of the energy side of the equation and uh, a lot of the process engineering side. Um, and then I spent a couple years in Portland, Oregon, working for a company that did primarily um, uh, basically uh, engineering for large um, recovery boilers for pulp and paper processing uh, uh, companies. And then um, I, after those two years, I worked for Honeywell International for about almost 10 years. And when I was at Honeywell, I uh, worked with um, a coworker who was a PhD in water and wastewater. And uh, he brought me on board to do a lot more on the water side. And so I've been doing the, the water wastewater stuff uh, since about uh, 2010. So it's uh, been kind of an interesting journey. And then I, I joined NG Services uh, in 2019, and I've been here ever since and been working um, similar, similar work across for about the last 13 years and really trying to focus on where energy and water uh, nexus is and how to save energy in the water and wastewater spaces. Very important these days. So can you tell me, okay, so what are the key challenges that are facing wastewater professionals in today's environment? I think the, the biggest challenge is in the past, um, we were in a situation where energy was relatively inexpensive and controls and um, and initial costs were very expensive and that has sort of flipped. Um, we're now in a situation where controls and upgrades have become less expensive, but the cost of energy has skyrocketed in about the past 20 years. And so there has been a, a pretty substantial industry shift, but unfortunately, since the infrastructure for a lot of these plants is very, very old, um, a lot of plants were put in in the 50s and 60s, um, nobody was really ready for that shift in energy costs. And so a lot of cities are finding it hard to fund uh, upgrades to their plants and still uh, keep their budgets okay and their staffing okay with the rising costs. And so that's where the Inflation Reduction Act comes in to, to help these facilities um, uh, pay for these upgrades, right? 
absolutely. Um, the the idea with uh, the Inflation Reduction Act is that these utilities and uh, municipalities can apply for funds to do the upgrades that are required so that they can meet compliance. Um, there are ongoing uh, compliance um, changes in the marketplace, particularly for discharge to, to rivers. Um, there's a, a big concern in recent years about, um, of course, the toxic algae blooms that you're seeing. And then uh, uh, additionally, uh, the effect on wildlife of discharging too many nutrients into those waters. And so the focus has been to um, fix those issues, but in a lot of cases, the municipalities just don't have the funding to do that. And the idea behind the Inflation Reduction Act is they would be able to apply for those funds and be able to get those on the basis that they need to do upgrades to meet mm -hmm. those new compliance standards. So many challenges facing the water sector. So where does in in NG uh, fall into helping these facilities come up with solutions? Well, NG generally looks at a comprehensive project approach when we look at um, water and wastewater spaces. We look at the energy side, of course, that's, that's really our focus. We're an energy company. So our focus is to save as much energy as possible. And so we look at all aspects of a project um, on the treatment side, the process side, uh, pumping, um, sometimes we add solar to sites if there's there's a solar uh, uh, opportunity at the site. And then we also look at process upgrades that will save energy by uh, modifying the process or um, reducing the energy usage by changing how the process operates. Um, so we, we look at those from all approaches. And then in terms of the Inflation Reduction Act, um, what NG does does is we can partner with several different places that can help those customers apply for those IRA funds. Of course, that's not something NG can do ourselves, but yeah. we can point them in the in the proper direction on how to apply for those funds so that they can receive those funds to uh, complete part of the project. Often, NG. Uh, can go ahead and do portions of the project that make sense from an energy perspective and pay for those just with the savings. But for some more of the complex upgrades that aren't necessarily related to energy savings, but more to compliance for discharge regulations, those unfortunately do not always pay for themselves in the savings. And so that's where the Inflation Reduction Act becomes very important. So that act is in and that uh, funding is available only for a short time, and then that funding goes away. Is that correct? I, yes, I believe. I'm I'm not an expert on the timeline there, but I believe it's a couple years. They have a couple years to apply for these funds, and once they've got approved and those funds have been um, consumed by all the applications, I believe there are no more funds available. Um, in some cases, some states do offer additional funding sources. But that is, of course, going to be on a state-by-state -state basis. So I know you've worked with lots of facilities. Um, do you have some examples? Um, someone gave me some background on West County wastewater. Sure. Or um, other examples of what you what NG has done to to help these um, uh, facilities. Yeah, absolutely. I I actually did the 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 initial walkthrough on the West County project. I was the one who. Um, identified a lot of the opportunities. And um, West County was a, a municipality in Richmond, California. Um, 
they were put in, I believe, in the 60s, uh, the, the facility. Um, it's been upgraded several times over the years. But of course, they were up against some, some upcoming regulations. They had, uh, particularly on the biosolid side, in California, in the, in the Bay Area, there are uh, new regulations that come from uh, Senate Bill SB 1683 which doesn't allow them to landfill um, sludge from the plant anymore. That has to be either digested or it has to be composted post, um, post haulage from the plant. And so what they were up against was how do they reduce their costs for those biosolids and at the same time reduce the energy usage of the facility. And so we took a look at a comprehensive approach in the facility, uh, found out that they were running some very old um, biosolids handling uh, equipment. They were also running some digesters that were, were very old and um, were having some issues. They had some structural issues. And so they were going through a review of the structural on the digesters at the time. And then they were running some engine-driven blowers that were um, up against some pretty strict emission standards from an air permitting side. So we looked at all of those options and decided that um, switching their blowers to a, a much more efficient electric-driven blower uh, that would reduce their energy usage once they retired their uh, engine-driven blowers, um, and then utilize that gas to produce power on site as a cogeneration option rather than as uh, just running the engine-driven blowers. Uh, it gave them a actually better profile for emissions, but it also gave them more flexibility on plant operations as well. So what are what was West County Wastewater's reaction to, to all of this? Um, how did they feel about it? They, they were pretty excited uh, when we uh, proposed um, the cogeneration and the upgrades to the facility. Uh, Part of that was the biosolids, and we're actually um, something else I didn't mention is we're actually taking their biosolids and we're drying them to a class A product that can be land applied and is considered a, a fertilizer under um, 40 CFR Part 53 of the Code of Federal Regulations. That that basically outlines what's needed for each classification of biosolids, and so with a class A biosolid, they because it's considered pathogen free, they have a lot more options in terms of disposal. It can be landfilled or it can be land applied. And because of the, the location and with all the, the farming, a lot of times that biosolids can be land applied as a fertilizer and they don't have to pay to dispose of that at a landfill, which is a, is a huge cost. And in addition to that, they're seeing a 93% reduction in greenhouse gases at the plant wow. because they're no longer having those biosolids degrade and emit methane in their drying beds, it's it's being dried before that process takes place. That's incredible. How long does a process like this take? Um, the development of West County took about two years. Um, there's a lot of details to go through, a lot of review. Um, we had to work real closely with the customer and their owner's engineer um, to make sure that everything we were doing made sense from a technical and a financial um, standpoint. But once that process and, and design had taken place, um, the contracting, you know, took about, I think, about six months to get that sorted out once the design had been agreed upon. And now we're looking at about a two to two and a half year development cycle from 
the start of the breaking ground on the project to um, completion of the project. Of course, there's there's always challenges with this project, um, just because it's in a, a very challenging location from a foundation standpoint. We're actually installing new digesters. And so the foundations for those, because they're in a very unstable situation, they're having to drive a lot of piles and, and, and install those to support the new digesters. So it's it's been a little more challenging process than everybody was hoping, but it is moving forward uh, fairly quickly and uh, things are going well. That's great. Um, do you find that there are facilities that uh, don't really even know about uh, these energy opportunities that are just kind of missing out on it? Or when they think about the Inflation Reduction Act, they just don't know what to do first? I think that's uh, a, a very large portion for a lot of these facilities. A lot of wastewater plants and and even water facilities just don't know how to approach their problems. Um, they're very short staffed. They have uh, shrinking budgets from the city and um, cities and municipalities are generally fairly hesitant to raise rates because customers are very price sensitive to their rates. And so raising rates to cover the cost of a large project upgrade is a lot of times not seen as a viable option. And so when they, they see this Inflation Reduction Act and they don't know how to approach that um, because they just simply don't have the staffing, that's where NG can step in and provide them some, some resources and some people that can look into these items for them so that they can apply for those funds without having to navigate that on their own. Because I know from a regulatory standpoint, that's a very daunting and challenging task. Yeah. So what do you see in the future when it comes to helping these facilities upgrade, uh, meet the challenges that are present and into the future? I think you're going to see a, a larger focus on the, the water, wastewater infrastructure, uh, particularly the wastewater because of the, the recent um, changes in, in climate that we're seeing. Um, the higher temperatures are causing the problems with the algae blooms that we're seeing in uh, waterways and lakes. And I think there's a lot of focus on um, reducing the uh, the nutrient discharges from these plants. And so they're looking for ways to improve their, their effluent quality, but at the same time also do so with uh, reducing the amount of energy that they use. And so that's that's been a focus for a lot of plants. I think the real problem has been in recent years is a lot of plants just don't know where to start. And um, that's where uh, NG and uh, our partners can come in and and teach them how to approach these projects and take a look at what they're doing now to to um, fix those issues. So Thomas, how do people get in touch with you? How do people get in touch with NG? Um, and learn more they can, about they about can re reach out to out to me directly. I believe my email will be in the in the present here, uh, the available podcast. You can reach me um, by email at uh, thomas.monter at ng.com, or um, you can reach out through our website. I believe we have some resources on our website that uh, you can reach out directly through there. Um, I'm always happy to answer questions on water wastewater. It's sort of, uh, I always kind of joke that uh, nobody goes into their engineering career wanting to be a wastewater engineer. 
That's just something you sort of fall into. Uh, it's sort of got a certain ick factor to it when a lot of people think about it. But once you get into it, it actually really isn't that bad. And it's it's very interesting work. I don't think I've ever done the same project twice. It's, it's always something different when you're in this line of work. Uh, a lot of plants are similar, but nothing's ever the same. It sounds like it's a really fulfilling type of career for you. Um, yeah, I really enjoy working in the water wastewater spaces. Um, you're always solving problems for a customer and figuring out how to make their lives easier. And then at the end of a project where the customer is really pleased with how things go and they talk about how much easier their life is and they're not constantly fighting to um, maintain compliance, that's always a good feeling that that they're happy with how things work. And, and one of the things that is um, really changing that that whole aspect is the availability and um, of, of complex controls that are available now where they can monitor these systems remotely. And particularly with customers with lots of remote sites, you can set that all for them to have the ability to monitor all those sites at one location and they don't have to send out staff daily to, to visit these sites and make sure everything's running properly. Well, that's great. Well, Thomas, is there anything that uh, you wanna add to our conversation? Um, no, uh, something I, we just didn't cover uh, is, is that um, there is a pretty large expanding market for renewable natural gas being tied into wastewater plants. Mm -hmm. And that is something else that, that NG is, is fairly involved in. Um, with our West County project, of course, that, that was not an available option at the time, but that's starting to become a, a very big deal where the biogas from the wastewater facilities is purified and um, and filtered and basically all of the trace gases and CO2 are removed and it's basically turned into natural gas, but it's generated from the process. So it's 100% renewable and can be utilized just like natural gas in uh, pipelines. And then, um, but you don't have to um, extract it from the ground, of course, with fracking, it's, it's all generated locally. That's great. Very, very exciting stuff that NG is helping with. So Thomas Monter with NG, we really appreciate you sharing your industry knowledge uh, with us today. It's been a great conversation and I know I've learned a lot. So thank you for being our guest on Words on Water. Thank you. Words on Water.